Libra, 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 Gemini, Gemini, Libra, my name is Tracy, Libra, my name is Devin, Gemini, my name is Marcy, and we are two Libras and a Gemini. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Two Libras in a Gemini podcast. Hey! <laughs> Ladies, how was your week? My week was actually really good. It was um, enlightening for me because I'm getting back. I think I told you guys this before. I'm getting back into working out. Okay. So I'm finding that I'm having some mental challenges um, as far as like, because everything is mental. You know, if your mind says you can't do it, you're not going to do it. Sure. So I'm finding myself now facing those challenges, but I'm getting through it. So I started walking again, I'm going back to the gym, and I feel good about it. So I'm gonna stay on that course. Yeah, I saw you post some of your more recent workouts. So like doing the wall squats and things like that. That's good, yeah. Wall squats, a lot of TRX stuff, um, which is your own body weight, Um, treadmill, uh, and then like outside just walking with my dog. How many days are you going? Four. Four? Oof. Four days, um, solid. If I can do five, I will, but I, I do want to rest a couple days. Okay. But four days, solid. Perfect. So, what about you, Trace? Basically, I'm still preparing for, you know, if there's an event that comes, I'm going to be prepared for it. Okay. So, I just, you know, made sure I stocked up on some soap, too, because I had soap, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to get a little bit more soap just in case. <laughs> Dishwashing soap, body soap, you know, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So that's basically what I've been doing. I'm getting more water just to make sure I have enough water. And also remember when I told you guys before, you know, I buy a little extra just in case, you know, one of my neighbors, you know, they they didn't prepare mm-hmm. and they may need some help. Mm-hmm. But I, it'll it'll it will not go into my personal stash. You right. know what I mean? It'll you just have the be, extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's basically what I've done this week. That's interesting because I was at um, Food for Less the other day. And as I was walking out this store, you know, how you just whatever reason like glance back so i took a glance back there's a guy and he had like all these cases of water so in my head i was like he knows something right his family must have sent him an email you know what i mean like (laughs) get ready um well i wanted to bring this up and i didn't tell either of you when we left recording last week uh sunday i got pulled over by the police um yeah and i kind of just wanted to talk about how no matter who you are um i think black men especially we kind of have like this post-traumatic thing with the police mm-hmm. and um i have my license i have my insurance or whatever but when he pulled me over um i had put my hands on the steering wheel like i want him to know that my hands aren't moving like right. all this stuff started running through my head and he came to my passenger side mm-hmm. and he was like driver's license still with my hands on the steering wheel i'm telling him like okay I'm going to get my wallet, but my wallet is in my backpack, but in the small pa- Just get your driver's license. I was like, okay. So that already like made me even more nervous. Right. Um, and I just wanted the whole process to kind of go, go by and end. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to say that's probably why people are talking about defunding in the police yeah. and having police really know their community that they're servicing. Right. And 
that could help alleviate some of that fear that we end up having when we do see the police. Because again, I have my insurance, I have my ID, everything is is valid and up to date. Everything is fine. And it's just the fact that I'm getting pulled over and you don't know the outcome. Question, right. were you out here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I was out here. <laughs> I was going to ask that same question. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there and like, you know, let everybody know if you never experienced it, then you can kind of see it maybe from my eyes, knowing if you do know me as a person, you know what type of person I am. Mm-hmm. I don't come off any stereotypical way right um so it's just something that's unfortunately kind of like instilled in us right and we have to try to figure out how to get rid of that if there's a way um so you know more conversation is definitely happening above our eyes that we can't see but hopefully some changes start to come about that because i wouldn't want you know my brother or anyone else in my family younger than me to experience that or anything worse or become what they say now a hashtag mm-hmm. so that was something that i experienced and i got to actually um train with coach nick so oh, he oh, gave me nick. some pointers <laughs> um so you know november 7th still watch out because it's you happening <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was what kind of what happened with me for the week and now let's go into the pause the pause 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 Today on the pause is going to be a little bit different as I'm still working through this myself because I kind of saw maybe some traits um, about the topic that I see within myself. And I was actually watching TV. I do a lot of research, TV, searching online. And this word came about codependency. Have you guys like I know you heard of it. Yeah. Um, it's been defined in, at in Oxford, the Oxford Dictionary actually defines it as excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner. The need to be needed is what um, it could be defined as short term, and it just made me think about relationships that we tend to have, whether romantic work. Um, or any type of relationship and the fact that we can be codependent or enabling someone else. Yeah, behaviors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there was an article in the Mental Health America where it says um, codependency is an emotional and behavioral condition that affects individuals' ability to have healthy, maturing, and satisfying relationships. Mm -hmm. So it made me think about my own personal relationships and how I may have not been my true self. And it made me think about an episode that we did where Tracy was talking about, I think it was last week, where you mentioned that for some time you weren't able to express yourself the way that you want to express yourself. Mm -hmm. And I remember my first relationship, um, they told me that I was passive aggressive. And I was wondering like, I never heard that. I'm 18. What what are you trying to tell me? Passive aggressive. So I look it up and I'm like, okay, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? How was this person saying it to me? Or what did they see in me that showed the passiveness? Mm -hmm. And it made me think about some things that come about being codependent. So they say you want to look into your background, your childhood, because this could have formed some of the 
things that you require now are things that you do in a relationship now. So, you know, as a kid, and you also mentioned this, Marcy, your mind is open. Children are the ones closer to God, right? They're the most pure. So at that age, you're soaking in a lot of information. Mm -hmm. You're taking in what your environment is presenting to you. Mm -hmm. That's why you tend to hear people say you're a product of your environment. Mm -hmm. Or you hear the opposite, where I don't want to be a product of my environment, so I'm going to go to school, I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. um, to, 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 to kind of break that cycle. Right. Um, what I found out is we have to dig really deep to find out what happened, because we tend to push things to the back burner, or in the black community, I would say sweep things under the rug, Right. So you sweep it under the rug. How many times are you walking over that rug? So you're constantly pushing whatever that is down so you don't see it, but you never really dealt with it. Mm -hmm. So then you become an adult and those things say maybe you struggled with expressing your emotions or receiving love. I think you're making valid points here, Devin. Um, I do think that codependency can come from our past and how we were raised. And what we have to remember is our parents weren't perfect either. So they did the best they can with the tools that they were given. Um, But at the same time, we're a product of them. So we're naturally picking up things that they taught us because they're our parents and they're not going to tell us anything wrong. They're going to tell us what's right from their measure. So I understand exactly what you're saying. It, it does come from our past. And if we don't deal with it, once you become an adult, you're like, OK, wait, which way do I go? How do I fix this? Exactly. So then you think about, is it a learned behavior? Right. So then you have to find those avenues to actually research for yourself. OK, why am I? in this particular situation. So I kind of was looking at a lot of different things and I was trying to figure out, are there signs that we could kind of see if we're codependent or not? Mm -hmm. So some of the things that I found, and this was all provided by Julia Christine. She's a counselor and she has a lot of different videos on YouTube that I found were useful. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're trying to better yourself or better the relationship that you have or the relationship that you're in. So um, I'll go over some of them, and there are several, I believe 11 signs. Um, But one of them was, you feel responsible for people's problems. Yes. Mm, Yeah. Another one was, you find it hard to say no. So in your heart's heart, you're like, I don't want to do this. But you trying to prevent someone else from feeling a certain way, so you agree to it. Mm -hmm. Now you're basically being codependent. So I was going to say, where does the co-dependent come in at on that? So if I say, hey, um, can you run me to the store? And we're in a relationship and I keep asking you like certain things, certain things for you to do. And you necessarily maybe you just got off of work. You don't really feel like doing it, Mm -hmm. but maybe to avoid a problem in the future, you just just say, "Okay, I'll do it. Now you're feeding into that person's um, codependency. Mm. I see. So say if I was and and they kind of say some some of this happens when you are um, addicted to some type of drug Mm -hmm. or you've been in abusive relationships, you tend to find some of these um, codependencies where if I'm saying, hey, run me to the liquor store, run me to the liquor store. And, you know, that's a trigger that could lead to maybe an argument or what have you. Instead of saying no, you're like, okay. 
at least it's this person, to let's just, just do, do it. this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, another one is you get hurt when you don't get praise. So mm. you know you're breaking your back for someone or you're doing things out of the kindness of your heart and you don't get that praise, then you feel some type of way. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about yeah. that today. That's why I was just like, oh. <laughs> An- another one is you must be in control. So when you're in control, you're able to avoid conflict. And what happens when you're avoiding conflict? Things are a little smoother, right? Right. So you want to be in that control. So those are another sign. Another one is it's your hard you have a hard time trusting yourself. Are you talking about trusting decisions that you make? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cuz you know how internally maybe your heart is heart is telling you, okay, Devin go this way or do this. But your brain Your brain is telling you to do something else. Run for the hills. Yes. Devin. Exactly. <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, let me pack my bag. Let me do this because that's what what I'm going to need to be secure." And then on the flip side, you're like, "Well, it's cold outside. Right. I'm gonna. I'll probably do it next week or whatever the case may be. Um, another one is you value um, fixing other people's problems, or you get value when they need you to fix their problems. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is um, you try to make everything okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. No matter what's going on, you like with Libras, we try to find some balance in the situation, mm-hmm. right? So okay. I might not agree with either of you, but let me try to make everything okay so then we'll all be in the same alignment as as far as like a vibe and we're, we're not ruining anyone's energy. Mm-hmm. So those are some signs that I saw. Um, and again, I'm still kind of diving myself through this whole thing and it's a lot of things that we have to unlearn from our past in order to actually avoid these types of relationships. And the ways you can do that, and this is also some information that was given um, on the website, was you can do some soul searching. Mm-hmm. And there are some questions that you want to ask yourself within that. So you want to say, who am I? What do I need? What do I love? Because mm-hmm. think about it. When you are in a relationship, you're so used to compromising. Yes. Compromising. And you might be compromising on something that you don't never want to do, but you're compromising. Right. Um, and when you're not in that relationship, how do you get back to that normalcy? How do you get back to yourself? And Terry McMillan actually has a good book that I would suggest everyone to read. It's called Getting Back to Normalcy. And she talks about how ending a relationship and how you have to kind of now figure out yourself again. Like, what do I want to eat? Do I want to go here? What like those little things that you normally would have to have a conversation with someone with. So is there is codependency necessarily a bad thing? No, um, because I'm listening to some of the things that you were saying and I find it in my work relationships, codependency. I'm depending on my teammates to do what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So. Is that bad to have an expectation of them? No. And it's good that you mentioned that because that's what I thought, too. I was like, so this must be a bad thing. There could be bad things with it, but there are good things also. You know how you want to be in a relationship where you're building each other up, right? So say if I lacked in my communication skills, but Marcy, you're great at it. Mm -hmm. And we're in a relationship. You can build me up 
where I where I'm lacking, which is what relationships are. It, it has yeah. to be, but it can't be where one person is giving all Everything. and the other person isn't giving anything Ooh. because now that's a dependency. This person is now depending on you to do this. And I'll just point out some random things. Pay the mortgage, pay the rent. Um the house, the gro- you know, groceries yeah. in the house. They're depending on you to do that. But when you're equally yoked and one person might not be as strong in the area where you're strong, then we're constantly helping each other. And like a tree, we're going to grow. Building. That's what yep. I call it. Yep. yep. We're building together. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, Can I say something? Yeah, of course. Um, I know that sometimes having those relationships, Marcy may have touched on it a little bit, having those relationships where somebody... It helps you see that, okay, this is where I'm at and I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. So it is good to have those type of relationships come into your into your space sometimes because then it's going to help you grow in that area. Like, okay, I feel like I'm like this in this area. I need to change that mm-hmm. a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, I agree. That, and that's always a good thing when you can look at yourself and see where mm. you need to improve or be better. Yes. because We're constantly growing and we should never get to a point where we're like, I don't need to grow anymore. Right. You shouldn't because you're going to always grow. Yeah, right. You don't, you don't want to be stagnant, no. especially never. in the world we're living in. You don't want to be stagnant. Right. Um, and that's the beauty of our show, I think, because we're all and I, I'm learning as well as our listeners are learning every day. Like there's a. Every episode, there's something new that I'm taking away and (laughs) trying to kind of actually see how I can implement that in my life. Um, Another thing that they mentioned as far as like ways to how to stop or how to deal with that I thought was good is work on the deeper issues, of course, and prioritize your growth. So those are some things that I want us all to kind of like work on personally Mm -hmm. and to actually see if we could unlearn those traits that we may have forgotten about or you know buried from our childhood and see if that makes us whole and better people in our relationships whether work or personal or with -hmm. our parents or whatever right 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 good point but again until we're all balanced you can (laughs) find me next week on the pause (laughs) (laughs) so it's funny how your topic bleeds right into mine because i'm talking about our solar plexus chakra today so a lot of what you were talking about has to deal with our solar plexus oh really yeah interesting so peace peace y'all oh that's perfect yeah (laughs) it's marcy and we're gonna get into the metaphysics with marcy and now metaphysics with marcy (laughs) (laughs) so um this week as i said we are going to talk about our third chakra and it is known as our solar plexus so our solar plexus chakra is located in our stomach area and it's the upper part of our belly where our diaphragm rests it is a symbol of a lotus flower in devon i i actually missed let me say this again it's a symbol of a lotus flower with 10 petals. So each one of our chakras is representative of a lotus flower. This one is 10 petals. And now I'm going to ask Devin again, what color is associated with our solar plexus now before you answer? (laughs) (laughs) It is the third chakra. What is our person's name? 
Roy G. Biv. Okay, so if we're talking about the third chakra, come on, bring it home. It is yellow. Hey! <laughs> Marcy, let me tell you, I, I did take a shower and I wrote it in on my shower. No, like, Roy, Roy G. Biv. <laughs> Roy <laughs> R-O-I. <laughs> so yes, he is correct. The solar, solar plexus chakra is representative of the color yellow. And since it's also associated with the element of fire. So as I told you guys last week, each one of our chakras is associated with one of the four elements, earth, air, fire, or water. This particular chakra is associated with the element of fire. It's traditionally related through contemporary healing movements. And it's connected to the element of air as well. So it has a connection with the sun, heat, the energy of light, and all forms of power. A perfect example of healing would be with Reiki with my um, you guys can't see me but I was doing my Reiki position hands and the heat that comes from my hands heal that chakra now that chakra I'm going a little bit off a little right now um, in our stomach we carry out I said this last week we carry our emotions I'm looking at a script but I find it better when I just talk to you guys and just so if I'm looking off to the left or right it's because I'm coming from my head um, when we our emotions are housed in our sacral and our solar plexus. So a perfect example of that, and I use this in all my teachings when I'm teaching other people, think about when you're going for like a job interview, right? And you get the butterflies, it's in your stomach, right? You get nervous. That's because, and also have you heard about your gut health, mm -hmm. how your gut is supposed to be like your second brain. So like, you know, if you get a gut feeling about oh, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. that's your solar plexus that you're talking right. about. So being that your gut is your second brain and it houses your emotions, you need to pay attention. Our gut health is very, 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 very important. So it's closely connected to our digestive system, especially our gastric and hypogastric um, centers. Its main function is to help transform matter into energy and to fuel our bodies. So if our digestive tract is messed up, pretty much you're going to be messed up. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but we're going to get into ways to heal that. I want to get into a little bit more. Oh, I missed a point. The name of it is called in Sanskrit is the Manipura Chakra. Manipura Chakra. M-A-N-I-P-U-R-A. Manipura. So let's talk about what this chakra is known for. Were you going to ask a question, Tracy? Okay. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. This chakra is associated with the following psychological and behavioral functions. So expression of will, intellectual abilities, your accounting mind. That's the, your mind that categorizes everything. Do you understand what I mean by that? Okay. Um, your personal power, your ability to establish ideas and put things into reality, make things happen. Um, your wisdom and an internal reflection of consciousness. So let's talk about consciousness for a minute. People think when you say, oh, I'm conscious, I'm conscious, I'm conscious. I get it. I get it. I get it. Do you guys understand what consciousness is? As far as like being oh, Like awake. when somebody says, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm conscious, being aware, knowing something. It's not being all deep and knowing like what I like to call them is the hotep kind of people oh, yeah. who be on social media out here blasting like, oh, brother and sister, queen and king and this and that and spitting all this knowledge. Yeah, they know this knowledge because they're reading books and they're reading articles and they're doing this. But are you practicing it? So to me, that's not real consciousness. Right. Real consciousness is actually knowing what you're talking about. That's half the battle. 
but then practicing it, implementing it. That's real consciousness. So uh, an example of that would be like, I am conscious that my sacral chakra, I mean, my solar plexus chakra needs some work because I am infesting it with sugar. Mm-hmm. So my, so doing something about it, my working out as I spoke to you about it, not just sitting here hammering to you guys. Well, if you eliminate sugar and if you work out and if you do uh, this, right. you're not yeah, doing it. I'm not doing it. So that's not really consciousness. That's just me regurgitating something that I read. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's see. The chakra is also about honoring yourself, taking care of yourself and forming an intuitive voice from within also known as the self. So because your gut, your solar plexus, this is where a lot of our feelings, emotions, our digestive tract. So the as above would be the feelings and emotions. The so below is our digestive system, if that makes sense. Okay. If these things are imbalanced, you're going to experience something. So let's see. How, how, what do you guys think might be some ways that you would know? Go ahead, Tracy. So basically, with you saying that, that's why it's very important to put high quality good foods into your body so, you're, so that your digestive system can, you know, break it down easier. You know what I mean? And it's like, and I'm not trying to bash people that eat meat, but when you, when, when those animals are slaughtered, that fear I don't care what anybody says, that fear, that vibration goes into that meat and you're eating that stuff. Mm-hmm. So if that's getting into your system, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you're not cleansing your system mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Right. That's it. You're holding all that. It's and there, it's a buildup. And that can cause a lot of dis-ease. Yes. Disease, dis-ease in there. So that's that's what I wanted to, to say. <laughs> Go ahead, Devin. No, you're right. Um, especially like about the foods that you eat because with meat and I, I eat meat so don't you know think I don't but certain meat like stays in your stomach for a long period wow. of time and that ends up affecting you your posture you become a little sluggish yep. and you have to remember like Tracy said you got to break that stuff down and get it out of your system um, and I know you're going to talk about some good foods that you can eat mm-hmm. or whatnot. But, yeah, you got to monitor and you really got to analyze, like, okay, how do I feel when I eat this food? How do I feel when I eat this? How do I feel when I wake up in the morning after eating a meal that's probably heavy or a meal that's a little lighter? Mm -hmm. Like, um, I'll just throw it out there. I've been indulging in ice cream. You know what I'm saying? I do. It's my business. (laughs) Um, I can do what I want. Like this, like that. Um, but I've been indulging in ice cream, and the other night I had some kind of late, and I felt how that made me feel the next day. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. So just monitor those things and pay attention to your body. Can I say uh-huh. something to what you said? Are you eating ice cream? Well, you're not eating vegan ice cream, right? You're eating, oh, no. Okay. Maybe try. I want you to try something. Okay. Just try it. I don't know which... I'm trying to think which one is good, though. There's, but there's no good no, vegan there is, ice cream. There is I'm some. So sorry. No, there is some that are good out there. I just, I have to, I'll get back to you okay. with the name. But I want you to try it and see if it makes a difference because of the 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 milk part of it. Maybe okay. is, is maybe what's causing the heaviness in yeah. the. I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't know, but this we'll something. see. So as above, our thoughts also can make our stomach 
solar plexus area imbalanced as well. Mm. What we have to understand is, I, and I'm going to say this every week, every week, every week, every week, our thoughts control it all. If you think you cannot do something, you won't do it. True. If you're thinking negative thoughts, that's what it is. Mm. You house things in your system. And so because our feelings and emotions are housed in our sacral and our solar plexus, if you're thinking low vibrational about yourself, like I'm not going to get that job because a perfect example, Devin was applying for the current position he has right now oh, and yeah. he <laughs> wanted this position so bad. And I knew within myself, like, Oh God, it's his, like it's, there was no doubt in my mind that it was his and sidebar, he's flourishing in it. Now, how long have you been in the position? A little over a year. Yeah, flourishing, bomb, doing, but he was so nervous about it. And I won't put you fully on blast because you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. But there was a day, okay? He wanted the position so bad that he ended up going home one day because he was so worried that he. Yeah, like my anxiety got really bad. And then now that you mentioned that it kind of like bottles up in your stomach mm -hmm. that's why i couldn't really focus because it was just so much pressure mm -hmm. in that area mm -hmm. then i'm over analyzing the entire situation is i couldn't focus at all mm -hmm. and i was like i can't even work like i couldn't see my screen that's how mm -hmm. like how deep i was in it i would mm -hmm. i would say and then there was one day he came to work and it was like he had released that thought. He had just, okay, I'm going to skid it up. If it's for me, it's for me. And if it's not, it's not. And then I think it was either that day or the next day he found out he got the position. And I was Won't just like, right? Every time, every time. So you have to be conscious of the thoughts that you are giving yourself because, especially if you're not releasing them, because when you're putting these thoughts and stuff, you're, it, it gets impacted and it could, like Tracy said, it'll cause a dis-ease in your solar plexus and it can cause acid reflux, um, irritable bowel syndrome, pain in your stomach, um, nausea. All these things come from worrying and not releasing. Mm -hmm. And it's important, you guys, that you either... Believe in yourself enough to know that, oh, I'm going to get this position. This is going to happen for me. And if it does not, here's the jewel in that. I wasn't supposed to get it because the universe, God, the most high, Allah, whoever you believe in, has something else for me. Mm -hmm. So if you were supposed to get it, it's yours. Nobody could take it from you. Nobody could take it from you. And you really have to change your thoughts like, dang, I really wanted that position. Oh, no, mm. I got something else for mm -hmm. you that's better suited for you. So you really have to look at that. Um, a lot of times the illnesses that are generated from this chakra come from low self-esteem and lack of self-importance. Mm. You don't believe in yourself. And so that's why we're putting all this stress and stuff on ourselves. Like there's certain things nobody could tell me anything. And I'm going to still say it. I haven't picked up a basketball in I don't know how many years, but I still think I could take anybody to the hole overweight and all nobody could tell me any difference I still feel like because I was just that good when I was younger and as my dad told me um if you were given a gift it doesn't go away now you might be rusty but it doesn't go away so I have confidence in that so chocolate <laughs> Milk chocolate? Or dark chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> chocolate. Uh, okay. These two. Because we want to know. 
I was going to say individuals who suffer from an imbalanced Manipura chakra or solar plexus struggle with digestive issues because of a stagnant negative energy residing in your stomach. These individuals crave sugars like chocolate as a substitute for love because the Manipura directs its energy to the pancreas, which is an organ that balances blood sugar. So you are thinking about the breakup of you and this person or losing this job and you're um, for me it is chocolate for some reason I just crave chocolate dark chocolate is a healer milk chocolate not so much mm -hmm. but we tend to go to milk chocolate because it tastes better mm -hmm. right but it's not good for us. I'll just put it like that. So stick with the dark chocolates if you're going to do anything because there's actually something in dark chocolate that's going to heal us. It is. It's really, it's, I forgot what it is in it, but it's really good for you. Yeah. So let's talk about healing that particular area. Do you guys have any questions about what I've said so far about what causes the imbalance in our sacral chakra? I keep saying sacral. Solar plexus chakra. Right chakras. next to each other. Yes. <laughs> they're yes. connected like you said. They before. are connected. Yeah. They're connected. yeah. I was going to um, ask about like, you know how you, you mentioned like your gut feeling? Your, it's kind of like your intuition. Yes. Right? You're, you're, you're thinking like, I shouldn't go. Look, a situation happened to me where, um, and I knew the universe, you know, creator was talking to me. I, my car broke down. So I said, I'm going to just take the bus to work for a little while. Just, you know, just, you know, whatever. And one day I was walking and this guy was coming towards me. And the reason why I'm telling this story is because so you can understand what I felt in my in in my gut. I felt this man wants to harm me. But when he looked at me, the most high said, no, nope. because he looked at me. You could I saw it and I felt it like he wanted to do something. But something told him, no, I can't. Don't do it. I can't mm -hmm. touch her. And I kept walking the next day. I said, oh, let me start driving again. Get my car and start driving again. Yeah. It was like, because th that was a that was for me to be like, and now had I not listened, mm -hmm. you never know what would have taken place, day, you know, or, or later on you. down the line. You so know that's I mean? your, that was consciousness right there. Yeah, yeah. That was a perfect example of consciousness, yeah. being aware of something, and then you acted then do, upon do it. Do yes, yes. Because yes. that, so. I, it was strong, Marcy. I was like, I never told you guys that, did yeah, I? I yeah. yeah, it was, it was, wow. It was when I worked for the other company, though. That yeah. Not not this company we're working for now. Uh -huh. But it's in the same area, but, you know, yeah, yeah. just a different, so, yeah. Yeah, so, wow, Tracy, that's kind of deep. Because... Yeah. Um, what if you hadn't listened? Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I was like, okay, it's yeah, time. And then nowadays you don't know if people like are monitoring you like this, this her routine. She always here right. every day. day. Then yeah. she right. walked by herself for 30 minutes or right. what have you. It's like, glad you picked up on that. Yeah. I I, and I'm the most high. Had you covered. Okay. Had me covered. Like, like, not my girl. Not today. <laughs> It was a Not trip because I felt him go like 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 that. Like he kind of like like oh I can't touch her, mm. like I can't mess with her. It was, I was like okay. <laughs> wow, that's wow, what wow. I knew. So let's talk about some ways to heal these this chakra. So we can use chakra sacred sounds. This chakra. The sound it makes is ram, R-A-M, like the animal ram. Mm -hmm. So ram, again, emphasis on the M oh, because that's where I can it, feel yeah. it. So if you just sit in your room, quiet, ram, you're going to feel that in your stomach and that'll unblock it. Also, it's a tune to the note of E. 
So if you play a song that's in the key of E, you play a singing bowl to this. Actually, I have one. I'm going to play this note for you guys real quick. And it's to the sound of E. So this is a quartz singing bowl. That's the sound of E. So when I do my healing sessions, I will actually put one of my clients on the table and put this table on top of them and um, the table, put the bowl on top of them, not the table. We will leave that right in there too. (laughs) Put the table on. Y'all better have insurance. Put Put the bowl, y'all. I promise I'm not harming anybody. I promise I'm a healer. Put the bowl on their stomach and I play that and you can feel the vibration. Even me just playing it here. You can feel the vibration of it. Um, The the frequency of this chakra is going to be 508 to 526 hertz. Mm -hmm. So if you were to look up uh, YouTube um, solfeggio frequency, it would be 508 to 526. Also, some healing stones, some crystals. We got citrine. We got tiger's eye. We got yellow tourmaline. Those three are the main ones that'll heal this chakra, even if it's just a crystal that you carry in your pocket, something that you wear around your neck, some jewelry that I can make for you. Shameless plug. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anything that you can put on you will help heal you. Sleeping with them, like under your pillow Mm -hmm. or like on you or something, that's good to do too? Absolutely, because we're energy. So we're constantly vibrating, whether we're awake or whether we're asleep. It's just when we're awake, we're conscious of it. When we're asleep, we're unconscious of it. But you're still, you're still alive. So you're still giving off that frequency and it's going to absorb. I would suggest putting it under your pillow Mm -hmm. because your body's in alignment with that. So it's going to pick that up. Um, Some essential oils that we could use, chamomile, bergamot, cedarwood, rosemary. Those are the most popular oils to use for your solar plexus chakra. Um, We have yoga poses as well for our yogis out there. (laughs) (laughs) The cow pose. (laughs) Our seated spinal twist and the camel pose. And I think I covered everything unless you guys have some questions for me. So I know last time we talked about uh, foods that we could eat. Thank you. know what you. I mean? So I was kind of prepared because I'm like, ooh, yellow foods. I, I think yes, I eat a I lot of them. and I actually have it here. Yeah, what do you eat? Um, so Trader Joe's had, when they don't have it anymore, they have those yellow wa- watermelons that I was uh-huh. telling you guys about. And they were actually really good. Super refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, squash. Yep. Um, I was thinking about corn, but corn also isn't super healthy. But no. could corn it, be part of one? It depends on where you get the corn. If it's a GMO corn, absolutely not. If okay. it's something that you're growing yourself, yes. Probably so, okay. Yeah, bananas, yellow bell peppers. Um, you said squash. What um, about eggs? Eggs, I... Fried, a fried over hard egg. <laughs> <laughs> eggs... Um, is not on my list, but eggs to me, I don't know if it would help heal that specific chakra. It's more of a protein type thing if you're trying to get protein, but I don't know if it's specific to that chakra. So any other yellow food, lemon juice is actually top of the list. Alkaline water, making your own alkaline water with just squeezing some lemon into some oxygenated water. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a special place for my water. Yeah, so Tracy drinks oxygenated water sometimes. I, I mean, I drink 
the water I drink is oxygenated sometimes, but I do the ones I drink is has minerals in it. Yeah, so I'm that's the one her. I drink all the time. So. I'm just teasing. You can put lemon in any water, and it's gonna make it alkaline. Have you noticed also? Because I know you also mentioned last week. You can wear the color. Yes. When you wear bright colors, don't you feel better. a little better? You smile yeah. a little bit more? Yes. Have you I noticed do that? when I wear red. You wear red? Like, when I wear red and stuff. Yellow, I don't really wear yellow okay. too much. So. But yeah, know. thank you for saying that. And also, one thing that you guys may not even pick up on is if you have yellow sheets, red sheets, blue sheets, any color sheets. It's gonna it's gonna help you too. It's gonna I have a, I have yellow, these I nice have burgundy sheets, yeah. sheets on They're not right yellow, now. yellow though. They're like goldish. Yeah, I have straight up you, red sheets. sheets. Oh yeah, I have those on right now. See, and I need to get more. I, I honestly like on beyond this. Step your betting game up, yes. people, because it's just I don't know. Eight hundred thread count here. So. Plus. Okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah, eight hundred plus. I, I I attribute that to my mother because. My entire <laughs> life, I used to, and, and sidebar. Number one, it's a nice big California right, king. Right. And then you have these expensive sheets, which, well, I thought were expensive, but my mom showed me how to get the high thread count at an affordable price. Oh, yeah. So, and I'm deep. telling you, the quality is it's so different. different. You sleep better, you feel better. It's not, it's like, it's, it's softer. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. It just feels good. I have my youngest Lux. cousin um, for like a week at my house. She's six. She just turned six. And she's like, what is this, a jacuzzi? Like, we're talking about my bed. Because it was like soft. The yeah. sheets are like Oh, that's sheet. cute. <laughs> See, that's why I love children. That's so cute. But that's all I have for Metaphysical with Marcy this week. And I will see you all next week. Peace and love, y'all. Peace. And now... The love vibration. Hello. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the love vibration, you guys. Um, this week, I have a question regarding... I'm sorry, I just smacked my lip. <laughs> um, I have a question, and the question states, what is your take on what, why men ghost women, and how can a woman get past it when it happens? Mm. So basically... What comes to me is that there can be so many different reasons why a man goes. I mean, it's it's a man could probably tell you more better. But from my from what I feel about it is they probably are going through something internally with themselves and they don't know how to open up to you to express it or they're afraid to open up to you to express it because they don't know how you're going to react. And sometimes women can be a little harsh on men that open up in that way. And so it kind of defer, de- deters them from doing that. So that can be one of the reasons. Or he really wasn't that into you like that movie. He's <laughs> <laughs> just not that into you, sis. <laughs> <laughs> he may have connected with another female that, you know, he, you know, and so he just like, I'm, I'm done, like, you know, and not even tell you about it. Um, and I know sometimes that can be, it can cause a woman to look at themselves like, what's wrong with me? You know, you know, is, well, did I do something? And you start replaying all that stuff in your head. But in a sense, that's kind of good because then you can get to see like, okay, did I do something in this relationship or didn't I? Or what was my part in this relationship? You know what I mean? Maybe I laid down with him too quickly or something like that. Because sometimes that can happen too. Yes. If you lay down too quickly with a man, he'll be like, Okay, I got what I wanted. I'm out, you know. 
basically, if you are too smothering with him, mm. sometimes he can probably be like, this is too much for me. I'm not ready for this. Or uh, that part, he may not be ready for what you're giving. A lot of times a dude will tell us exactly what he wants and then we put our spin on it. That's true So too. he may be like, you know, I'm not really looking for anything right now, but we can hang out and kick it or whatever. And then we think, well, not Marcy James, but women think <laughs> that, oh, I can switch him. I'll yes. make him fall for me. But he already yes. told you I'm not yeah. there. That is so So true. then when you start trying to get, you know, the codependency, yes. that's when he decides to peace I'm out. I can't do this. Right. That, that is and, true. And, he, and they told us straight up. Yeah. So, and we, that's a lot of women do do that. I would, I would say ghosting is um, not just a man thing, but it's also women do it as well. Um, all communities, actually, whether you're gay, straight, are you indecisive? <laughs> 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 you know, it's a lot of L's and G's and B's in between Q's the communities. And all that. <laughs> um, but it's something that's done on all forms of. So it's not just men. You're no, right. it's not. Yeah. And I kind of want to mention, like, have you guys ever been in like a ghosting situation or have you been ghosted or have you ghosted someone? Never no. on either I side. Don't think, I don't I don't recall me ever have being you? ghosted. Yeah. You did the oh, ghosting you or you were ghosted? I've done both. Wow. And really? Yeah. And it actually is. And I want to talk about this because it's going to take a conscious conscious man or woman to kind of realize what you are doing so the ghosting situation i remember um i was i just met this person and felt like we're we're supposed to go somewhere and it didn't happen so we ended up at my house having like wine and pizza or what have you Uh and um with the wine you get sleepy so the person fell asleep and they started snoring so I was like, oh, in my head, I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, if you're going to snore, let me go to sleep first. Right. right. Like, I don't need to hear this. Right. Um, anyway, but like Tracy said, we did actually move a little fast that night or whatever. And the next day, I think I mentioned I was going to hit them up and I didn't hit them up. And I didn't hit them up for a while. And I was talking to my good friend, Haya Maya. She pointed out to me that I could be problematic. Oh. That you, you end up, if you're the person being ghosted, you end up going back like, well, what did I do? And you're having this conversation with yourself and never getting that answer. Mm. So as a grown man, I'm in my 30s. I contacted the person and was like, hey, I need to talk to you. So one, let me apologize for my actions. Let me tell you why and what was going on with me at that time. And they're appreciative. That was big of you. That because was, huge. I was thinking yeah. that, yes. Because when she pointed out that I did that, I would never want... To hurt And that's anybody. your friend to tell you that. Yes. Yes. She, oh, Amaya don't play. I actually right. would love her to come on as a guest. She has amazing advice and she's well-versed mm-hmm. on a lot of different topics. I think she'll and add like a lot of content to some of our conversations that we have um but she pointed it out to me when we're at dinner and i'm looking like dang like i would never want somebody to have an interaction with me and then go back and analyze like why aren't they calling me back Mm. or why what happened what did i do right so i just have to explain it to the person and they're like oh thank you because i did wonder what happened but did they do something or were you just not there? Like um, it was two things. They snored and I wasn't there. <laughs> I thought I said it. Wait, hold on, so snoring is a deal breaker? Yeah, I was getting ready to On the 
first night we on a date. I can't with you and Devin. <laughs> That's bad. Snoring it's is a snor- deal breaker. What? I didn't say it was a deal breaker. What I said was it was our first date. And it was like at my house when it wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> y'all not going to make me out to be the bad person. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's real life here. Um, but it was that on top of like how everything just went too fast. And uh, yeah. maybe if we didn't engage in any sexual activity that it night, maybe different. things would have been different. Yeah. Maybe I would have felt a different way if we mm-hmm. would have actually had the date outside of my house. Because mm-hmm. it's like, wait, you're, I'm, I didn't want to be home. I was expecting to be I out. So the flip and everything and mm-hmm. ev- how everything kind of transpired that night, it was just, like got you it. said, if I'm a man, okay, I got it. That's it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, the other flip side of it, I was ghosted after going somewhere with somebody and thinking and experiencing like a great time. After that, I didn't hear from the person or the person. These are some traits that you might want to look out for. Mm. The person might still want you somehow in their life. So they might keep a communication either by sending you memes right. on mm-hmm. your social media platform. Because what does that do? That keeps your engagement hope. together. Yep. And it's so, like hope. For you. Yeah. yeah, so you're like, okay, well, the person, although didn't return my text or didn't return my call, they just sent me this funny video right. of Arsenio Hall. So they still interested. Right. Mind games, right? Mm-hmm. So um, there was a, a meme that was circled around, and I remember um, the person sending it to me or what have you. And after looking at it, I was like, you know what? First, these are different signs that could show you if you're being ghosted or you're contributing to ghosting someone. And after reading over, I'm like, well, I fall in some of these categories. Mm -hmm. Again, let me apologize for doing that because that's wrong. And in turn, he apologized for the things that he did as far as like ghosting me or like stringing me along in that particular way. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something that you have to be able to communicate with. If you have a problem, and like Marcy was saying, we tend to set out our, our guidelines and or, or our rules, our expectations of a relationship in the beginning. We have to pay attention to those signs because in the world, we can't change anybody. Right. We can want to so hard by maybe bringing them into different situations or opening their mm-hmm. eyes to different opportunities, mm-hmm. but we can't change anybody. All right. Nope. You can only right. change yourself. Exactly. So being honest with ourselves and being able to actually express how you feel could eliminate the ghosting on both ends, male and That's female. That's true. It's communication, like you said, is key. And we don't really communicate like that. Mm-mm. And At it's all. like, and, and it what, like she said, you apologizing, I'm like, wow. Like, yeah. not too many people do that. Definitely. You gotta be a man in yourself. Like, one, do you want that to happen to you? Right. Mm-hmm. Do you really want to be sitting at home by yourself analyzing, like, okay, I took my shoes off and then we ordered the pizza and then we had one. Like, do you really want to be going over that with yourself or would you rather have somebody say, hey, look, this is what happened? Mm-hmm. And it can cause that person's self esteem. Yeah, like, yes. it goes back yeah. and you'd be like, okay, was I not attractive or right. was they and not? And then they start tripping and, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's. It's not contributing good. to somebody else's mental health, possible mental and health you, issue that you didn't know about, right? And that bringing it to the metaphysics part is karma for you. Mm-hmm. So now there's something that you're gonna have to pay for that you did to a person purposely, um, and that's not 
ever cool to hurt somebody on purpose. Now, was it purposely for you or is just like... Ghosting is on purpose. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's purposely? Okay. Because like, if anything, say we are recording, right? So we're on airplane mode on our phones. When we come off of airplane mode and you get some text messages, if you decide not to respond to any of those text true, messages, true. you're technically yeah. ghosting that person. Yeah. You can't then be like tomorrow, like, oh, shoot, I just saw this. Right. Right. Did you really just see it? Right. Or were you just be okay with saying, I think we need to normalize being okay with not being able to talk at that moment. Right. 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 I agree and, with that. And being, a, and being able to accept, I will hit you back. Right. Right. But the other party needs to be accepting of that as exactly. well. Exactly. You know, the, I'm going to, and this is kind of off, but you and I had this thing, Tracy and I, um, where I would ask her, oh, do you want to go to XYZ? And she would never commit to it, which I respected because she would always tell me, I'll let you know, which... Okay, how can you be mad? And where I'm going with this is a lot of times people get mad when people say, I'm going to go, and then they don't. Mm -hmm. But if you tell a person up front, you know what, I'll let you know. She's not committing to anything. She's just seeing where her mental is at, how she's going to feel that day. And then she would always tell me a week ahead of time, five days ahead of time, you know, I'm not going to be able to make it. Or, yeah, 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 I'm coming with you. We'll go. You know, I can respect that. Um, and you can't get mad at a person for doing what they want to do or what they need exactly. to do. Exactly. How are you going to get mad exactly. because I'm telling you that my truth but you're going to get mad at me? What kind of person are you? Exactly. And are you my true friend? It's like you should, you know, you should understand Hey, you know, this is where I'm at. And that's why I don't, I don't get like, there's people that do get upset if they're not invited somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't personally get upset like that. I don't know why. It's mm -hmm. just, I don't know. If it was Marcy's wedding, then I might be upset. Oh, I'm not like, a part of the party. Or if it was Devin's right. wedding or, I'm you know, whatever. I, okay, if it was your commitment <laughs> ceremony, I would probably be upset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, we're so close. Like, you know right. what I mean? Why would I not be why, invited? You know I mean? yeah. Why wouldn't I be invited? Yeah. But if, if say, for instance, she was going to, like, Santa Barbara with um, some other her friends, I may know them, but, you know, they, she's known them for years. Right. I'm not going to get upset because she's going. Right. With, why? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, that. that's their time together, you mm -hmm. know? So... Um, but that's all that was, you know, it's really good. Thank you for that story because, because you gave both sides of the coin, you know what I mean? And, um, part of this, the second part of this question is how can a woman get past it when it happens? My thing is this, and, and, and this is how I look at it. Love up on yourself. It's like, Give the love, the give the love and attention that you gave to that person or relationship to yourself and feel it the same way you gave it to yourself. I mean, to that relationship and that person. That is something that you people don't realize you should do that because a lot of people don't love themselves like that. They think they do. Yes, they think they do, but you're not really doing it. It's like, come on. It's like you're giving all that to them. They don't even deserve that. You know what I mean? Hallelujah. And so. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> and the and church like, dance. You know what? Shoot. On top of that, too, I want to go back to something about that. Okay. She did it. <laughs> you know that you guys, they're doing us. Devin was doing the church dance. <laughs> 
and if you see some videos out there, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's the black folks. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. But you know what? And again, it's like, please, like when you are dating, I'm going to say this too. To avoid that feeling of that, like, you know, you said, you know, you guys kind of laid down, you know, mm-hmm. that. Get to know the person. Get to know who you're getting ready to give that, in, exchange that energy with. Please get to know that person before you exchange energies. Because you do not want to just lay down with anybody because you don't know. Sexual energy is the most powerful energy yes. there is on this planet. And you can feel that stuff. Yeah. Because I know that. One of my ex-boyfriends, that happened when we laid together. I felt the other person's energy, and I, and I knew it. And I even told Marcy, I said, sure I said, and, and, and after I told her, I was like, I told the universe, I said, if this person is doing that, you let me know now. And, and it happened uni- within three days. Yeah. The universe, I, on the phone. Brother answered the phone to the other female while he did not hang up the phone. And that was the universe telling me. And so, and I listened to the whole conversation. First, he was, they were on speaker and then he took her off speaker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I'm boiling though. Cause I'm right. like, okay. like, you know, so then is, I heard him come back to the phone to call me back. Cause uh-huh. she called on the cell phone. Uh-huh. When he called me back, I was like, "Let me tell you something." But my heart was. I was like, I was like, I heard everything you said, and I broke it down, almost word for word. And I said, "Then you took her off speaker." And then he goes, "That was you." And you know what he tried to do? Because before you know how you hear voices in in the phone sometimes, uh, where like you he hear other people. Yes. Con- he said, oh, those are them voices you hear? I said, no, MF, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I am not. Baby boy. But I cut, I cut him off that day. Never spoke to him ever again. Ever. He would call me ever. And I remember we were working together and he would call Tracy. And she would tell me, she told me the story. I took this whole ride with her. And I'd be like, you don't want it? No. But Tracy, you don't want to hear what he had? What could he possibly say? Right. And I'm so glad you said that because there's, um, I forget where I heard it, but the lady said, Shh, once you hear what, what, she, what you need to hear, there's really no need for you to go and get another explanation exactly. because you've already heard it. Exactly. You're now giving that person an opportunity to tell you the fluff that you know you're going to fall for. Yeah. If you heard it, you heard it with your own ears. You know it wasn't no interference with no other right. communication. You know what you know. Mercury wasn't in retrograde. <laughs> <It sure wasn't. laughs> there was no communication <laughs> issue. You know what I'm saying? Just to out there. There's really no need to go back. When you do that, you're now playing that game with yourself. Right. And then that goes into all of our topics kind of today. You're allowing codependency to rule yeah. your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Look true. at how you brought it full yes, circle. Full come circle. on with the come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, and you know, it's like I just I told that's that was a little sidebar, but I thought it would be helpful. No, it you was. know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, come on, you guys. You know what I mean? But also too, you know, I, I do want to say this in completion of, of the this segment is start to elevate you. Start to really focus on you and, and look at, you know, what am I doing in these relationships that's causing certain things to take place? Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't get mad at yourself about it. Just acknowledge it. And then going forward, know not to do it again. Be con- conscious 
of it. Yeah, because it's never one-sided. It's never one-sided, right. Not ever. Exactly. And it's like you always have to take your part in it. Don't ever always point the finger to somebody else. Right. Good advice. You know what I mean? So in closing, does anybody have any questions before I... No? No, Okay. In closing, I bid you love and light. So, um, Tracy Marcy, what's on your radar? Um, what's on your radar, Tracy? What's on your radar, Devin? What's on my radar? (laughs) Today, um, actually not today. So, I purchased a book on Amazon, guys. Oh, okay. So, this book is titled Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome by Dr. Joy Mm DeGruy. Or DeGruy. It's D-E-G-R-U-Y. Um, someone actually mentioned this book um, to me actually lot this week. And I went to purchase it because I feel like there's some things that I could learn from this that I want to see maybe if they are issues in my current life. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm harvesting some feelings um, from the past that I could maybe work on and try to improve i love that you have the hard copy because most people do the electronic books oh no like i'm like carrie i love like opening a book and smelling it (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that's carrie from sex in the city if you don't know the reference (laughs) um (laughs) but that's on my radar and i actually went to a jamaican food place it's called jamo fumo or something like that Mm -hmm. in woodland hills it was really good was it yeah you know i've been in jamaica like four times so Uh you know i'm familiar with their food comparable yes in the staff they're from jamaica so i think it's jamaican owned so it's real authentic food it again again it's in woodland hills um off of sherman way i think want to say it's jamu fumu or something do you know if they have like um dishes for people that don't eat yeah so you mentioned you had some caribbean food so they have um different types of rice and beans they have some um um, patties. I want to say vegan patties, but I'm not for sure. So the Jamaican patties usually have spinach in them. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. and they're, I don't know about there, but the ones I've had are bomb. Yeah, they're really, really good. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had Jamaican food, to be honest it's with so you. so good. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm a fan of spice. You wouldn't think so because I don't like hot sauce, but I love like spicy mm-hmm. food that's mm-hmm. already infused with mm-hmm. the spice because mm-hmm. I don't need, I don't, I, I get offended when people use hot sauce on my food. Like, you don't even know what it tastes like. <laughs> right. And you're already it doubting it with some red rooster. Like, <laughs> Not red rooster. But um, those were two things that were on my radar this week. Ladies? What's on my radar is basically um, because of everything that's going on in the world, I thought people would want to know, maybe, um, immune-boosting foods that you can... And I don't have a lot of them, but, you know, I have a few. And some of them are well-known. And I think this is perfect with COVID going on yes, right now. Yes, so, yeah. yeah, and then flu season's coming up, yes. too. Yeah. Right. So, basically, of course, we all know citrus fruits because of the vitamin C in the citrus fruits. Um, broccoli, which... This one I didn't really know about, but it has a lot of antioxidants and vitamins... But I heard different things about broccoli from Mr. Dr. Sadie. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. That's why I said I was kind of surprised mm-hmm. it had broccoli here. Um, garlic, which is one of my favorite things to ingest. <laughs> it's a natural antibiotic. <laughs> it fights infections and it does boost the immune system as well. Okay. Um, red bell pepper has twice as much vitamin C than citrus. Really? really? Yeah. Just the red one? Yeah. Isn't that a trip? Because I didn't even really know that one either. And eating it raw is good, too. I love raw uh, bell peppers. So, like the little ones. 
the it can be the little ones or the big ones. The red is just the red ones. Okay. Yeah. And then um, almonds, which I eat a lot of almonds too. Almonds. Vitamin E is also good for immune boosting, and that's what almonds have a lot of is a vit- vitamin E in it. Um, spinach, vitamin C, and it has countless antioxidants that help mm-hmm. boost the immune system. Sunflower seeds, vitamin E. So it looks like, you know, nuts and seeds have a lot mm-hmm. of that, that mm-hmm. in there, vitamin E and stuff. Green tea. Well, a lot of people know about the green tea with the antioxidants, and it has something called, okay, you guys, work with me here because I don't know if I can pronounce this, but it's called epigallocatechin. Yeah. Epigallocatechin, something like that. <laughs> or you can... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's so bad, but whatever. It's, I'll spell it for y'all. <laughs> so you can look it up yourself. It's E-P-I-G-A-L-L-O-C-A-T-E-C-H-I-N or E-G-C-G, which is known to enhance immune function. Okay. okay. Um, ginger, cold fighting remedies. Ginger is very good. It's good yeah. for your digestion, too. Yeah. Um, what else? Jackfruit. Oh. Jackfruit is rich in vitamin A and C, which both is known to ward off illnesses. Shout out Samosa House. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Samosa House. We yes, got to go, girl. We do have to go. Oh, they're lentil beans, y'all. Yes. And they're jackfruit and oh, samosas. Oh, their jackfruit is so they're good. They're jasmine rice. Oh my Sorry, God. go ahead. And they're non bread. Mm. Ooh, the garlic non. We have to take Devin. Cause yeah, because I've never been. Oh, oh, my God. You'll love it. So good. You'll love it. They also say yogurt really? is good for the immune system. I th- like Greek, I'm thinking, Greek yogurt? Well, probably? plain. Just, oh, okay. I'm thinking Greek yogurt, too, because Greek yogurt is, is it's, I don't know. There's something about it. It's like it's different. thick and the consistency. I like it. And so I think it has something to do with um, what it does in the system because of the, what is it called in there, Marcy? Those... Um, Oh my god, I can't remember, but it's like, I'm like looking at no, you like. it's it's something about the the. It's almost like fermented. You know how like when you drink kombucha, uh-huh. the fermented. Um, it does something for the digestive system, and I can't think of what it is I right can't now. Think of Sorry, it guys. But also, I do want to tell you guys, refined sugar can lower your immune system Mm -hmm. so if you're like catching a cold and you want to drink tea don't put sugar in it please okay don't and let the herbal tea yeah use honey let the herbal tea do what it do i don't drink tea with honey with honey or sugar i drink my tea straight because i like i just like to taste it and and everything Mm -hmm. and get so i just wanted to share that that's what's on my radar is people boosting their immune system, you know, and all that kind of stuff because of everything that's going on. And plus, good flu season coming around yeah. again. You know? No, that was perfect. Thank you, Tracy. Yeah. And then what's on my radar is mental health. It was just mental health um, awareness day or something like that last week. Oh, okay. But specifically with our parents, mm. um, with our parents getting older and... Um, you know, their way of thinking is a little bit different than ours. My parents, Curtis and Catherine James, I love these two people like I love nothing and no one other than my child. Mm-hmm. I am so in love with my parents. I, I, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Their mental health means everything to mm-hmm. me. So reach out to your parents. That's what's on my radar, being there for your parents who have been there for you. Yeah. Um, I recently lived with my parents when I got back from my spiritual journey as like what I like to call it. 
I, I was jobless. I didn't have anything. And they took me in at 30 something years old and were like, come get your stuff together. And for six years, I lived with them as an adult person. Um, my daughter was out of the house doing her own thing. It was just me and them. The beauty about that, and I would tell Tracy all the time, I want to get my own place. I want to get my own place. I want to move on. And she kept telling me in time, in time, in time. I can look back now and I see that that time that I spent with them was meant to be because me and my parents are so tight. I have a relationship with both of them together. I have a relationship with my mom. She's my best friend. And I also have a relationship with my dad. He's my best friend. And it's different. I get something different from each of them, just like you guys do from other relationships. But their well-being is what's on my radar right now. So whatever I can do for them, I'm going to do. Uh, if I can be there for them, I'm going to be. If they need a sounding board, I'm going to do that because they did that for me. And, and anything they need me to hold mentally or, or, you know, like they just need somebody to talk to, I'm going to be that for them because they are my world. They're my world. And I know they're not promised to me forever, but I want them to know that being the baby of the group, I have two older brothers. I have an older brother and an older sister, and I'm the baby. And, you know, my brother and sister... You get everything you want, you this, whatever, Brian and Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> I am their child and just like they are. But, you know, we each have a different bond with yes. our parents, yeah. depending on the order that you came in and how you are, how you interact with them. I just want everybody to reach out to your parents, mm -hmm. ask how they're doing, see if they need something. Call them. They, I, they would love to hear from you, even if it's just a, hey, how's your week going? Oh, you know what? We recorded the podcast this week. Oh, I got a job this. That. Just call your parents and check on them. Make sure they're okay, because I'm sure this COVID stuff has to be doing a number on their minds and their psyche, you know, um, especially with the TV and the, the way I don't really watch too much TV, but the TV I have been watching is putting it out there like it's a death sentence for those that get it. Yeah. And I don't necessarily believe I that. I don't believe that either. But... For those that have a different mindset, they might believe that. You know what I'm saying? So just be there for your parents. Without them, there is no you. That's true. Period. Everything that I am, the person that I am becoming, the things that I teach my daughter, I attribute to my parents. So anything that I can give back to them, I'm going to. And I love you, mom and dad, more than I love myself. Same here. I love I love my mom. Well, see, I have to say it this way so that everybody knows. Me and my father are not close like that. Mm -hmm. um, but me and my mom are, you know, are. Mm -hmm. just like with my brother. You yeah. know, same. We're closer to our mom than we are to our dad, mm -hmm. even though my brother now lives where Out my there. dad is. But mm -hmm. they, they're closer now. Right. But I, I feel what you're saying because, see, my parents are not still together. Mm -hmm. They're separated and my father remarried, but my mother never did. Mm -hmm. So I, my mom is like my best friend. You know, yeah. She's going through some things um, that is very hard, mm -hmm. you know. And so um, eventually we... What we wanted, me and my brother want to do, we're hoping that it's 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 we're hoping that it's coming soon because we you know we need we need that to happen. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna put that out there what is right. happening yeah. because that's kind of personal. Yeah. But um, yeah, love love her like I want the best for her. Yes. Yeah. No, same with my parents. Um, they know how I get, so I'm not gonna talk too much about them. <laughs> <laughs> 
but they mean the world to me. And yeah. like you said, you have a different relationship with both Each parents. Them, yeah. I have a different relationship with my dad and than I right. do with my mom. Um, I reach out to both of them. Right. I think what we all should be doing, and this is a, just a suggestion, maybe start like a group chat with your parents. Yeah. I mean, you send funny things to your friends, Why send them to them? your parents. Yeah. Open up that communication. They'll love it, like you said. Mm-hmm. I even once I tried to do like a Zoom call with everybody in the family because we at that time we weren't going out there as much. But just to see their face and, you know, talk to them a little, they, I mean, I love it. It literally, um, rejuvenates me because you get around them and that's how you feel you have real love you can see the genuineness in it all and if i have a really hard time i go out there and then they kind of they don't know it but they center me um they bring like that life back into me and i'm like okay i can go on for another week you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um so yeah reach out to your folks man please do my my parents are my wisdom um i said i'm and i do i have a book it's all well it's, I'm writing a book. I don't even think I've told you guys this, but it's called My Mama Said. And Aww. they think that it's a joke. Everything my mama has said, I write it down. And it's always like a colloquialism. Like, I think I've said this before. If you throw a brick in a, a brick and a pen of pigs, the one that gets hit is the one that's going to squeal. Mm-hmm. That's a Catherine James. Mm-hmm. Um, another one she said, um, a person who loves you will never purposely hurt you. Not on purpose, you know. And my dad got some jewels, too. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. It's about you. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. My dad has some jewels, too. So I'm saying all that to say my mom and dad are on my radar. They're always going to be on my radar. Mm-hmm. I suggest you put your parents on your radar. If it's a relationship that needs to be fixed, yes. take the first step. Oh, please do. Take please the first do. step. Yes. yes. Because yes. they're not promised to us. Yes. So. And then you don't want to ever regret not fixing that relationship. Right. Because of something that happened, whatever, it could have been long ago or recently, be the bigger person and be like, you know what, I'm sorry I did that. Or, you know, you made me feel like this when you did that. Talk to them. But you, you got to get real because you you want to stay close to them. You want to yes. stay close to them. As close as you can. Yes, you as know? close as you can. Yeah. So. And it's like, you you know, I try to reach out to my father more so, but because of where he's at, mm-hmm. it's hard to talk to him. But I, I do I I have to do that more. Well, it's your intention, out. and your yeah. intention is right. So you're doing the right thing. So that's all I have. Perfect. That's it from us. All yeah. right, another episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week to Two Libras in a Gemini. Yay. Peace. Bye.